What's going on? It's your boy Tez Reacts back at it again with another episode of the We're Not Experts podcast. I am one of the many hosts of today's show. All right, we got my boy Mac, we got B, we got Eric, and we are ready to talk about some shit. All right, first and foremost, how y'all guys been? I'm good. No complaints, man. Just happy to be back. Oh, yeah, good to go, man. Just fishing, bowling, hanging out with the family. That's it. Same thing, man. Just another good week on this earth, you know. Trying to yeah. take care of this money. I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. I was going to say, anybody do anything interesting, anything good this week? I mean, I know off mic we was talking about a couple of things, but, I mean, you know, sometimes we got to keep some things under wraps. <laughs> <laughs> prepaid prepaid everything's prepaid everything that's right have a prepaid good time <laughs> hey but no um this week for the most part oh we ended up going to the fair yesterday actually uh me and the wife we stopped by there uh it was actually a pretty good time i haven't been to a fair and shit going on like 10 12 years we didn't get on no rides or nothing like that but i didn't realize how much food was there and just the ridiculous combinations of food that they have like i saw uh and of course i wanted to try you know the uh the cheeseburger on the donut on like a crispy cream it's like it's, it's something else man and you had some crazy doo-doo after that, didn't you? Hey, man, you got to pay the cost. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay the cost, but it was good going down. Fuck. Well, I went to the museum yesterday with Junior. We were uh, supposed to do something. We ditched on that. Went to the museum. Had a good time, man. That shit. I've never been to the uh, museum up there in Raleigh. I went to the uh, Natural History. No, no. Yeah, history of North Carolina and the natural science. Shit was fun. Then we come back here and I didn't do shit. I went to sleep, watched the fucking Syracuse game. That was about it. Yeah, I know everybody was talking about the Alabama game. Well, Alabama losing last night to Tennessee. Yeah, I watched that. That shit was wild, man. They missed the field goal. They could have sealed the deal, missed the field goal, let Tennessee run it down, kick like a 35-yard field goal for the win at two seconds left. Hmm. Roll Tide, because they can't say elephant or spell elephant. They got to fucking say Roll Tide. Idiots. <laughs> hey, what about you, Mac? You do anything good this week? Nah. You like I'm saying, consistently boring, man. You know, pulling this, you know, single parent duties. You know what I mean? I got my car back. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm into this car wrapping thing. So I had a Mustang. You know, if you drive them, if you know much about Mustangs, they can't stay on the road for some reason. <laughs> so I got into an accident with mine. I just got it back. So about to get ready to start wrapping that one again. Okay. Hey, B, you a man of many lives. What you got going on out there? <laughs> man, man, I just sat at the crib and you know, that did nothing much, man. I just bought this PS5. I like how I play. You know what I'm saying? I'm 
trying to get back into the games. And um, nothing much, man. It was sweetest day weekend. Didn't don't really want to get into that, but um, you know, I was chilling. I ain't really do much this weekend for real. Just chilling. Hey, so I'm glad you actually brought up Sweetest Day because around here, people don't know what Sweetest Day is. Well, Mac and uh, Eric, do y'all know what Sweetest Day is at all? No. So just tell them what Sweetest Day is. Is you serious? Yeah, like it's not a thing down here. I'm dead up. Listen, bro, listen. They take that shit so serious up here, man. It ain't nothing but Valentine's Day for men, but... I see men all down my timeline crying and bitching and nagging about what they not getting or they didn't get. And it's just terrible up here, but they like real heavy on it up here. Like, it's just like, it's like real fucking holiday. Like, yeah, it's real. So, yeah. I'm saying, I thought that was like a national holiday. Well, not national, but I thought everybody knew of it. Nah, like it was crazy because like when I got here, nobody had heard of it. It was just Valentine's Day. So a lot of times you see men here, they get like all their gifts on Valentine's Day along with the woman. But uh, up there, it's it's flip-flop. So women get Valentine's Day and men get Sweetest Day. That's exactly what's going on up here. Hey, so <laughs> while we're on the topic of significant others, right? Um, actually... I lead a small group and I was, uh, I read this really good verse or this really interesting verse that I kind of, it kind of prompted me to ask a question. So in the verse it says, so again, I say each man must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must respect her husband. So it tells men to res- like, uh, to love their wives and it tells me- uh, women to respect their husbands. And so my question to y'all is, what is more important to y'all? Is it love or is it respect? Shit, man, I think that goes hand in hand. <clears throat> if you love someone, you respect them too. But I, I think respect goes a lot further sometimes. You know what I mean? I got you. Uh, what about you, Matt? Yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of trying to contemplate that. What I would say, um, respect. At the end of the day, I mean, you can love somebody and still go out and do other things. But if they respect you enough, they wouldn't do certain things. You know what I mean? As in, if you're in a relationship, as in, I mean, the times that we live in with, you know, people, people being married and having sex outside of that wedlock, you know what I mean? If they respect you enough, they wouldn't do stuff like that. So I can, I can love somebody like myself. I can love somebody and still go out and do my thing, but I love you the same, right? So I'd rather respect. What about you, B? I, I'm with him, uh, respect over love. And like you say, you can, you can love anybody and still disrespect them. You can, I can love the shit out of my wife and still beat the hell out of her in my life. That's just an example, but you you get what I'm saying. I got you, I got you, I got you. That respect, the respect. Yeah, the respect runs a long way, like a long way. No, so originally when I read the verse, it was making me, like me and my wife, we had a discussion about it, right? And we were like, um, you know, like why does it go one way for 
close that door, please. Why does he go one way for one and, you know, the other way for the other? And I kind of came to the conclusion that, you know, for men, I mean, love means, love can mean something a little bit different than it can for a woman. Um, and in regards to, and I'm not condoning this at all, but I'm saying that I, that's why I think that men can love their wives and I think they could cheat and still say that they love their wives. And for a man, I don't think a man can as much, you know, handle that same level of, uh, like they look at that as dis disloyal if you are, you know, out there messing around with other women, but I'm not, well, messing around with other men. Alice, you're in the way. Yeah, like the camera's there. But yeah, no, just in regards to that, I'm just saying like, uh, that's kind of how I looked at it. I'm not condoning it at all. I'm not saying that anybody should be cheating on anybody, but I think that's why in a lot of situations that, you know, women were, you know, back in the day looked at to take more in regards to disloyalty in men's eyes. Like they look at it differently, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, I think you're a pig. I, what I'm picking up from what you're saying is women were taking more disrespect back in the day. You know what I mean? As in the male going out and living a dual life or, you know, having somebody on the side, right? Yeah. That and that's kind of- you're saying, what, what do you think about that? No, I'm not saying, I don't think anything of it. I don't think that anybody should be out here cheating on anybody, but I think that's more or less what the, the verse was kind of referring to just in my interpretation of it. I don't know, I, it could probably be a little bit skewed, but that's kind of how I took it. I mean, but me personally, like I said, I, I that respect thing is, is huge. I, I do value that respect over that love any day of the week. I mean, cause love comes and goes. I mean, we all know that, especially if you are gonna be in a long-standing relationship, that love that it comes and it goes, but that respect factor is a big thing. Like, are you gonna respect me in regards to, you know, doing the right things or not speaking on me in the wrong way in front of people? Like, I don't really care about the way that you feel per se all the time, but I do care about you actually respecting me, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, because just like the saying goes all the time, I mean, love is conditional, no matter what you want to say, right? So the closest you come to unconditional love is a, a parent to child, is what this said, right? The closest you'll ever come to unconditional, even though that's on a condition in itself. Maybe you can unpack that up if you want, but it, love is conditional. And if, if you're not doing something for somebody that they're they're banking on you for, then they can just leave, you know what I mean? So that's why respect, respect will always trump love to me. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, man. That's why he's the GOAT, the GOAT! Exactly. No, I agree completely. I think what you said is like completely, uh, completely true. I do believe, well, the saying that I heard actually goes that everything else like women and children and even animals can be loved unconditionally and men aren't loved unconditionally we're loved yeah you already know where i pulled that where i pulled that from 
but it's I do feel like that's a true quote. Like we're only loved on based on you know what it is that we can provide, and the moment that we don't provide whatever that thing is, then the love kind of fades away. It's, it's true. I mean, it's if you're the provider and you lose your job, and that person was dependent on you to provide, hey man, it's only so long they're gonna stick around at that point, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you might be trying to get a new job or whatever it is, but it's only gonna be so long because that's, that's the whole purpose of them loving you was you providing that comfort and safety for them, you know what I mean? Yeah, I provide a lot. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that ass whooping. So, B, you look like you had something to say. Uh, I got nothing to say, man. I'm just listening to y'all, boys. Speak this good knowledge on me. Fair enough. Okay, so um, I was going to say, I don't know how much y'all are on social media, but I'm always on social media looking for topics. And one thing that stuck out to me in this last like week or so was the conversation about, you know, 50 Cent and his son. Are y'all tracking what's going on with that at all? No. Yeah, I am. I'm not, but I, I mean... I'm not tracking, tracking. I just heard a little bit about it, I think, on The Breakfast Club, I think I was listening to on the way in or something like that. So I, I got a little piece on it. I mean, I have a little take on what I think as well. Hey, B, can you go ahead and give us the rundown of uh, pretty much what's going on with them? Okay, uh, so 50 Cent got a, a son named 25 Cent. It's like, no, I don't know his name. <laughs> It's Marquise. 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 We'll, call him we'll call him a quarter. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna call him a quarter. Half half year, quarter, whatever. But um, no, he um he got a son that <clears throat> I guess he abandoned that he haven't been there for him. He haven't took care of his son at all, like his whole celebrity years or being really also he has. So I'm gonna put it like this. He took care of his son financially. He gave him uh what was it like sixty five hundred a month or something like that? No, so yeah. actually let me readjust that. So originally he was giving his baby mama like something crazy, like twenty five or fifty grand a month. And then she put him on child support. She wanted Yep, and they lowered the payments to sixty five hundred dollars a month or $6,700 a month or something like that. But either way, it equates to about 80 grand a year. And he's still getting his money to this day. But go ahead and continue. And he's 25 years old, yeah. by the way. Yeah, he's 25 years old, but he, um, so basically, you know, 50 Cent went near his whole life, like being in his life, you know, being a father figure or nothing, because I guess he was upset with his mother about I guess the money she was taking from him, I don't really know the, the reason why he was abandoning his son, but um, he wasn't there for his son and now his son speaking on the situation and the incident on how much he made and all of this. And he basically saying that it wasn't enough money. 85, would you say 80,000, 85,000, whatever it was. It was 
rent a year. It wasn't enough money to take care of him because he's a celebrity child or whatever the fuck it was. But and now they both going back and forth on the internet trying. And it's just is it it, it 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 how I feel about the situation. I think I feel like it's for it's to get his son on it more. You know what I'm saying? Publicity, whatever they call it. You know what I'm saying? I kind of feel it's that, but I wouldn't be on the internet and shit arguing with my son, man. Or you know, like I don't know what the fuck wrong with these people, man. Well, first off, you watch Power, and you already know Fifty Cent character killed his son on the show <laughs> he really i don't think he really give a fuck about his son this was crazy like. no so just to add because i was uh i was watching another video and it was kind of detailing you know in great detail about what he's done for his son so he also now his son has always been big into sneakers his son wanted to buy like 25 pairs of sneakers before he went to school and stuff like that like, he would be asking for ridiculous stuff the crazy thing was, uh, I believe once his son became of age, he gave him an opportunity to go ahead and invest and be able to make his own money. So he told him to put all this money into uh, the sneaker resale market before any of those like StockX or anything became big. He told his son to go ahead and invest in one of those companies. Son didn't listen and took the money to open a boutique that his mom came up with this idea for. The boutique went under and companies like StockX and there's another one are valued at about a billion dollars right now. You could have made all this money had you just listened to your dad. The rich dad and not your broke mother. Yeah. And instead of listening to his dad, he did that. And of course, now he's all upset. He's talking about, you know, it's not enough money for me to survive on, even though I'm 25 years old that I, I need $6,700, well, I need more than $6,700 a month. I just wanted to see, wanted to ask y'all, you know, what would be the point for you to cut off a child in a situation like that? Dude, if he's, if he's still paying him, he's what, you said 25? He's 25. If he's still giving him money and he's complaining about it, right then and fucking there, man, because you don't have to do shit. That, that dude's a grown-ass adult to make his own choices. And how, who in what community or wherever the fuck he lives can't afford to survive off of 80k a year no we i don't even fucking make anywhere close to that I and mean, we're good you know what i mean jesus yeah new york shit shit i mean fuck i i'm from there too you didn't need that much i mean they're in the city but still like you don't need that much man get a, get a couple fucking friends rent a rent something or whatever the fuck you'll be all right my take on it man like i was tracking um they've gotten some stuff just like you're saying um 50 and and the kid mom was going through it right and i guess what 50 was saying on i think i was listening to it on the breakfast club was he took sides right so instead of just playing the middle like you should as a child he picked the side to side with his mom in the in the argument debate issue so that's when 50 cents said you know what i'm gonna cut you off right so he started giving them that allowance whatever it was i thought it was a little bit more than the 85 but he started giving them that allowance and was just like hey do your thing you know what i mean which is commendable like he didn't have to do nothing i what well, i think he didn't have to do nothing because personally 
if I was in that same situation, if you want to side with your mom, you know what I mean, in this adult debate, hey, let her take care of you, right? But 50 Cent did care. I mean, I know you saying a little bit that he didn't care about this kid because in the club, he had his son in that video as well, like that, the music video in the club. You know, his son was in there. So his son was, you know, he took care of him for a while. You know what I mean? The kid just just went off, man. He wanted to do his own thing. He wanted to side with his mom. Like, I'm telling you, like, if I was that kid, I'm rolling with Pops. I might still love, I'm going to love my mom the same, but I'm going to bank off Pops, you know what I mean, as much as I can. You know, and even if you love your mom to that extent, you can get money from your Pops. Give it to your mom. Help her out. You see what I'm saying? Because he's making a good amount of money, you know what I mean? Because he got, like you said, power, all these albums, you know what I mean? He has a whole record label, you know what I mean? It's crazy. That's just my take on it. So for me, I think he should, as sad as it sounds, he should probably just go ahead and cut his son off like now. And as of right now, they are going back and forth. They're having like this petty, like back and forth online. If it were me and that was my kid, I think I would definitely cut him off at that point. I mean, once you hit a certain age, it ain't really, you're not really going to change that person's mind unless some type of divine intervention happens where he's like, you know, dang, you know, dad was actually trying to look out for me because he's just going to continue to look at you as like a person that's real selfish. Like you, he feels as if he owes, like he's owed a part of his dad's fame, even though his dad earned that. And he tried to give you avenues to where you could earn money, but instead you kind of spit, you kind of spat in his face and did what you wanted to do anyway. So yeah, if it were me, I, I would just cut ties. Just plain and simple. And there's no need to like, there's no need for no communication or anything. Now, if you ever need anything, you could talk to me, but I'm not giving you anything else. Yeah, the more you give, the more people will take, man. That's the same for anything. Greed, that greed is fucking ridiculous. Kid don't, don't even want his father's attention. All he wants is his money. Because, I mean, from what's all has been transpiring, that's all you can tell. Like, it's, that's just that money debate. Like, how much you're paying me and how long you're going to pay me. But I do agree with you. As in, he should cut him off now. I mean, this is an adult. You know what I mean? And with B, what you're saying, if, you, if you're digging deeper into it, you don't know if it's a publicity stunt where, you know, he's trying to talk his son up to lead back to that StockX thing where he might start going back into that. So his name is now out there. There's multiple different ways you can look at it, but we all know when it comes to selling records and stuff like that, it's always a beef that happens prior to it, to the album coming out. Something happens prior exactly. to, you know, something happening. So that's what I'm saying. So with, with what B said, I do agree with that too. It could be something like that. Yeah, something about to happen. He about to come out with no show or some shit. Something about to happen. <laughs> Right. It was actually interesting because he just, I think his contract with Stars is up. I don't know what he's going to do with uh, with the whole power universe that he has going on, but something's, something's coming. And yeah, I do agree. It probably could just be a rollout, but I don't know. I wouldn't want my son to be on the other side of that rollout because that just sounds ugly. Like It makes him sound like a real bum. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Okay. If they're doing it, 
they're doing it to promote something. This kid probably living in the mansion. And we over here talking about it like he don't give a crap about him. Could be just publicity because you know what I mean? You're 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 presenting something to the public, but you're living something else behind the scene. So like I said, that kid probably living in that mansion right now, you know what I mean, as we're talking about this. Because like you said, you probably have this rollout coming, you know what I mean? Something I wanted to highlight, and this is just kind of, there's no real way to, no real good way to segue into it. I guess money being a topic, but we all know, well, I don't know if y'all know, but Brett Favre is stealing money from poor people and ain't nobody talking about it. Like y'all heard about that? No, nah, story. let's hear the story. All right, let me actually pull it up so I can get you the the complete facts. Well, Brent Favre is stealing from poor people. And again, <laughs> I don't know much about it. Again, it's another thing because I drive listening to Breakfast Club in the work, and they were talking about it because he got the donkey of the day on the Charlemagne, um, that little thing that he does. You know what I mean? And I, I just heard about. It. I'm like, why should why is Brett Favre stealing money? This dude is rich, but I I don't know the ins and outs about that. Okay, so first off, the the where where this crime is happening is in Mississippi, um, and I'm gonna go ahead and read this uh this piece. So in Kill, Mississippi, I actually skip that. Maybe I should just play the video. They'll probably yeah. I'm gonna play the video. I'm probably gonna cut it out and post, but we're gonna go ahead and I'm gonna play it for y'all. You so see, y'all can see exactly what's going on. I'm yeah, it ain't surprising that y'all haven't actually heard about it though, because it's something that's been kept under wraps. All right. Drive through Kill, Mississippi. Population less than 2,500. Location less than 60 miles northeast of New Orleans. And ask locals about Kill native Brett Favre. You get a lot of long faces and short answers. The state auditor has said Favre is part of the worst case of public corruption in Mississippi history. At least $77 million in welfare funds were diverted from the poorest people in America's poorest state. Favre hasn't been criminally charged, and he has denied any wrongdoing, but he is one of the defendants in a civil lawsuit seeking to recoup some of the money. In Favre's hometown, the high school is a monument to the man. Actually, there's literally a monument, a statue of a bronze Favre throwing off his back foot just off the football field. In that field, well, it's called Brett Favre Field. And those players, they lift weights under framed Favre jerseys. At Dolly's Quick Stop, Men who say they're Favre's cousins talk about what he did or didn't do at tables with napkin holders that pay tribute to a hometown hero. The local watering hole, Broke Spoke, is famous for its ceiling full of bras left by patrons for posterity. It's also known for its Green Bay Packers colors, on the stools, on a helmet, even on a three-wheeler. The owner rode that to celebrate Favre-led touchdown drives. 
when regulars sit around the bar, they talk about the good old days. So it sounds like they kind of wrapped it up. So yeah, they kind of they're glazed even in this video, right? They're glazing over it. So apparently he stole 77. Well, he was one of the people in a group that stole 77 million dollars of welfare money from the state of Mississippi. And yet, who is it that we're hearing about right now? We're hearing about Ime Udoka. We're hearing about all these other people that aren't doing anything nearly as bad as what Brett Favre is accused of doing right now. Maybe they're waiting until the civil suit is over, but I just wanted to highlight that because nobody's speaking on it, and I think it needs to be spoken about. I mean, not that I'm some social justice warrior or nothing like that, but that's crazy to me. How was he doing it? I don't know. <laughs> where are the allegations coming from? If you, they don't know how it's doing it. Hold on, hold on, let me see. Because I know there's more information in it. Um, is he working in the government now? That's what I was saying. Like, how is Brett Favre just taking the welfare money like who the hell is like putting in charge and letting brett Favre just come in there <laughs> and use all the welfare yeah. who kind of sound like what'd you say b it kind of sound like fake news it's like this is it like this is like real life okay so i just pulled up another article so hall of fame quarterback brett Favre is in hot water for his connection in the mississippi welfare scandal Involving the misappropriation of roughly $7 million. All right, Favre, who has not been criminally charged, has denied knowing that the money he received for different projects was welfare money. But court filings, text messages, and tax records have shed new light on the situation. So he hasn't taken the money for, well, maybe he has. I know they were talking about him building up a field for his high school, that the, the, the funds that were taken for that was actually from the welfare fund. Um, let's see. And there was a couple other things. So the entire welfare scandal, Mississippi's largest ever public corruption case, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but that was the biggest thing that I saw that it was used to uh, build up the uh, football field. In Mississippi, which is supposed to be the poorest country, or well, the poorest state in the country, so that's out there. I mean, just from your reading, though, I mean, what I interpret from that reading is, um, obviously, he was being paid this from somebody else that was actually stealing it. So, is he stealing? Technically, yes, because he's he's receiving stolen goods or stolen money, but it just seems like. He was just being paid to do something, like to sponsor something, to show up at some event, to help build a field, maybe. You know, that's what it sounds like to me from the reading in itself. It doesn't sound like he's actually like purposely taking that money from the welfare fund itself. And again, like I said, I don't have much insight into it other than what you just read. I mean, yeah. And now that I'm reading into it, it does sound a little bit different. So let me run a little bit of that back. Um, yeah, just from reading that, it's possible that he didn't know, but according to that, it also says that there's some text message evidence that says he might know, 
I know eventually more is going to come out of this. Maybe that's why everybody's quiet still. But it does sound kind of crazy that, you know, people are taking the money from the welfare and giving it to Brett Favre. That sounds absolutely insane. But I know there's other people that are receiving that money that whose names aren't even like being brought up. So, yeah, we'll just see. Once we get more information on that, I don't want to jump the gun. Oh, that motherfucker's probably taking that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit sounds actually like oddly familiar. Like back in uh in uh central New York, there's this uh mall out there right on the uh Hiawatha Boulevard. So it's uh what was it? It was called Carousel Mall back in the days, but in like ninety-five or ninety-six this dude had these grand scheme of things because the malls were huge and that's mall of America was huge. Right. So he wanted to uh, turn this carousel mall into something similar. Uh, and he wanted to name it destiny, destiny USA. Right. So he started, you know, he got all the funds, he got everything he needed, money, money, money. Right. Only put a little bit up. And I think he started constructing in 99. And I remember everyone was pumped. We were all living there, obviously like, so we're like, fuck yeah, we want a giant ass fucking mall, something to do. And uh, so that dude who proposed it just took all the money, man. He didn't, he didn't do shit. He put in, he put, <laughs> he put some shit in. I, I want to bring it up. I'll bring up the article later. But uh, he took all the money and just kept delaying. And the, what he would do is he would uh, contract dudes to come in and lay like rebar posts for like new concrete additions and stuff like that to make it seem like it was still slow rolling. But he was getting money from the city uh from the state actually to build this fu- motherfucker but they caught up with him maybe in like 2002 that dude might still be in jail <laughs> and but uh needless to say that mall ended up getting built someone someone came by built it but it's right next to the this lake and it's so fucking heavy that it's sinking into the fucking lake dog and now that malls don't fucking matter too uh oh you buy all your shit online dog they they open that shit up and now all these fucking places that sell goods and clothes and all that shit are going out of business. So this place is just going to be a giant fucking empty here. I, I fucking think in like 10 years, but that shit was funny, dude. That dude, that dude stole all that money. It was something upwards of like five mil shit. and it was just him. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dog. That, that guy was a fucking pimp. But when you do shit like that, how long do you think you're going to get away with it? You know what I mean? That's why yeah. I think Brett Favre knows. So, but he's going to play that innocence chord. Until he's proven proven otherwise, but that motherfucker's taking that shit, you know, because simply because like they were just talking about it in that video we were watching, right? Everyone fucking loved him back there. So then obviously they're going to let him into their local government because they're like, oh, Brett Favre, he came from here. He's living here, whatever, whatever. So like, oh, yeah, yeah. So he got in with some asshole who's stealing 77 million. He's like, hey, man, just slip me some. I'm going to pretend like I'm going to build this shit up. I'll build it out of my pocket, but I'm pocket more. So like he's gonna get profit out of that. It's gonna it'll it'll come out. Hey bro, you seen that football field? That football field, whatever money they were given, I'm pretty sure they didn't use it to build that shit up. That shit looked trash. <laughs> Ain't nobody else see that football field but me. That no, shit looked trash. I, I was like, I was like, I was paying attention to that little fucking John Deere tractor that, that said that fucking the local bar owner would ride around. <laughs> Yeah, I'll check it out too. I thought that was like before they build it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? That better not be after that better not be post-build. That shit fucking. 
Well, I mean, I mean, I didn't know if you guys saw the little sign that says killing Mississippi. The population was, I think, 20. So I mean, they don't need a big stadium. <laughs> yeah, they no, don't they don't need 77 mil. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't, I don't, I didn't look at the little sign thing though. No, I saw that. Then I saw the Confederate flag and all the bros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On the local watering hole, it was on the left side on the top. You just fucked. I saw that too. I was like, that's what's up, dog. That's like um, it's like driving down 95 right now. I just went the other day, like I said, I took junior. Uh at I forget what mile marker is right before the 40, but there is that giant fucking yeah, Confederate flag flying. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It is the so, biggest I've ever seen. Yeah, so for years, um that shit was just wide open, you know, anyone could walk up to it. Cause they have something behind it. I'm pretty sure it was like some battle back then, but now I just saw a little uh, recently driving by yesterday and it's fenced in now. It has like fence with fucking triple strand barbed wire on the top. I'm like, damn, this dude really wants to hold on to that fucking flag, dog. Yeah. You know, big as fuck. I, I want to say it's like mile marker uh, has to be like mile marker 70, 70 something. You can't it's up right before highway 40. You can't miss it. That thing is huge. Yeah. I remember my son when he first came down here and I was driving him back to Philly. He was going back to Philly and he was like, damn, what the hell? And he was young, so I'm like, he noticed it. Like, I always rolled past it. Like, I didn't really care. I'm like, damn, this person really care about the Confederacy. You know what I mean? Like, that, because that flag is huge. Like, we were talking about, I can't even explain that in word how big this, this damn flag is. But yeah, I just remember my son seeing that on the way back up to Philly. And he, it's just like, damn, and I was just like, because I, was, I wasn't even thinking he would even notice it, you know what I mean? But that's how blatant it is out there, right on 95, man. You know, if that was the money that was taken to up, build up that field, they all need, they all going to fucking jail. That money right there. He put all that money into that bar, man. That thing looks like a barn. <laughs> Local water, oh, you could also get hepatitis. <laughs> a little bit of the clap from them bros. Hey, don't sit down on the toilet seat, dog. Just do, just fucking hover, dog. That shit is gross. They got, they got the names of the females on the bra, so you can just walk past, you take a sniff. It'll no. make it too. <laughs> so if you ever thought about smashing them, you know what I mean? You're like, let me see what, let me see what Becky smell like. You know what I mean? Go up there and take a sniff and shit. I bet all those people who put them bras up there have two first names. <laughs> Sue, Mary Lou, and nasty, sweaty ass. Yeah, some dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> some dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's always going to be people stealing money, man. Greed is obviously one of the seven deadly sin for a reason. What's the dude name from Philly, man? I'm speaking of. Um, that was going to build a school. What's his name? Oh, Umar. Umar, yeah, Dr. Umar Johnson. <laughs> That's what they've been saying forever. Like, this dude's supposed to be building this damn school for 10 years. They said this dude had over a couple million in donations, too. His probably pocket all that shit, man. Hey, man, oh. he, still, he still be talking that shit. Like, this school just yeah. be built. But that's what I'm saying. I'm from Philly, right? I guess there's somebody was saying recently that he built one in, in Delaware or something like that. There's all these abandoned buildings in Philly. They'll probably give him one of them buildings. All you have to do is, you know, like refurbish that thing 
or whatever reconstruct. I don't know, but it's a bunch of abandoned buildings that people because gentrification is obviously hitting everywhere. So we start seeing like people buying those buildings and turn them into like condos and so on and so forth. But this dude got mad buildings in Philly. He could have been the the city probably would have gave it to him just so it can look better, so they can at least fix it up. You know what I mean? But yeah, you're gonna get people like that all the time, man. They're gonna sell you a dream. They have a good cause. Well, it sounds like a good cause, just like Brett Favre building a, a football field, right? For his guys, just like this dude. It sounds like a good cause, but it's all a scam at the end of the day. You know what I mean? People just trying to pad their pockets. Yeah, I mean, fucking Brett Favre. I totally forgot about Doctor Umar. I ain't gonna talk. I ain't gonna speak badly about Doctor Umar, but yeah, those schools have been being built for like ten years. We still build them to this day. This day. No. To this no, day. <laughs> to this day. Uh, Speaking of that, man, y'all saw the fight yesterday? No. I didn't see it. But it was trash anyways. That shit looked fake as fuck. Like, he punched my man going off his back foot. Like, going backwards. Like, kind of like hit him in the face. Like, that looked like it would knock nobody out. My man was sitting there like he was paralyzed, man. He's on the ground like he was dead. I was like, come on, man. You have to watch that. You have, watch the highlight, man. That shit pissed me off. I'm like, this shit's fake. You're not knocked out unless you throw up to a gang sign, so. <laughs> shit. He, he was so, well, he looked so fucked up. He couldn't even throw them gang signs up. Big <laughs> ass fucking punch. Hey, so. This is just a random question I was thinking about uh, because back when I was in high school, well, the situation, I won't put the question out there, then I'll talk about the situation. But if you see your kid getting beat up, are you going to jump in? Oh, shit. Hey, man, listen, speaking of that, let me, let me throw this out there real quick, man. So, my daughter came home from school two days ago. She's two years old. Well, my son went and picked her up. He came home. I was We kind of like met at the house. And he was like, yeah, the teacher said, you know, she got into a fight. I'm like, damn, she's two years old. So like, I thought about it. Like, I mean, obviously I'm not gonna jump in a two-year-old fight. I see this, listen, if that shit was fair, it is what it is. And I think she got trashed because she had dirt all up in her hair. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, baby, you got trashed at school. I mean, I mean, if it's fair, it's fair. I, that's how I look at it, man. Like, it's, and now, now she was getting jumped by a bunch of little two-year-olds. I'm going in there just slapping them, you know what I mean? Bah, bah, you know what I mean? But if it was a fair fight, it is what it is, man. She got trashed. That's what it looked like. She came home, I'm dusting dirt out of her hair the entire day. You know what I mean? So that shit was crazy. That's that's my take on it, man. Like if my kid's fighting, if he's if it's a fair one, even if he's getting his ass beat, you know what I mean? I'm letting that shit just run. You know what I mean? Until like if like if you drop on the floor and you start stomping them out, I might just I might break it up. I mean, that's taking a little bit too far. That's just me. You know what I mean? You gotta learn somehow, man. You can't have it good all your life. You see what I'm saying? You got to know that it's going to be somebody that's going to trash you out here. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's my take, man. What about you, B? Yeah, Eric? Uh, man, 
I ain't no kid fighting. Uh, maybe if they a little older. Yeah, if they a little older, that's a little different. But right now, I can't do nothing. I really can't do nothing about it. I can't do anything. by the back of their neck and shit to get them off your son. Yeah, I could break all day for sure, for sure. I mean, that's that's the grown-up thing to do. Just get the tossing kids out the way, you know. <laughs> like monkeys and shit. Yeah. In the barrel. You just throw yeah. the barrel. Yeah. So that that that's the best thing I do is break it up. I'm I'm not gonna jump in. Uh, I mean that's 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 just my take on it now that I'm older, because I used to always think about that. Like if somebody's like whooping my son's ass, man. Dang. Yeah. Jump in it. But I'm older now. That's what I'm saying. My mindset is different at this stage in my life. It depends I mean? on what they do too, because if somebody stumped my son out, man. Or my daughter man, might go psycho, man. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if you get if you're taking it that far, if it's a fight, it's a fight, man. If you win, you win. Like, you drop somebody. That's the way I came up. Like, where I, when I came up, that's how we used to fight. Like, you drop somebody, you tell them to get up, right? And you throw them hands again. It was all about your hands. I mean, not saying I was the best fighter because I got my ass whooped a couple times. But that taught me a lesson. That's why I wouldn't jump in it now that me being older. You see what I'm saying? Like, I learned something from getting that ass whooped. You know what I mean? Hey, what yeah. I do next time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, Eric, so it's a good thing, man. You can't coddle these kids. If you seen if you seen Junior out there getting getting his ass whooped right now, what would you do? <laughs> man, you put me on the spot because you know I'd watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I will watch that. Like right now, he's he's nine years old, right? So what are they going to do? Slap each other. But I will tell you, when I was nine years old, I got punched uh, really hard in the face for the, like, I've been punched in the face before leading up to this, but when I was nine, it's probably the hardest fucking punch. Deadly, dog. That shit fucking rocked my world. So I don't know. But I will watch them get, uh, I will watch them fight. And then, uh, then I'd probably break it up, after, you know, after a little while. I ain't gonna lie, I remember my hardest punch, bro. I felt like I got hit by a fucking brick. <laughs> yeah, I thought I got punched by a grown-ass man, dude. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Oh, no, man. Oh. Nah, hey, B, remember that time we got jumped up at the park? <laughs> I remember you got jumped. I ran. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I, ran. I was like, yo, I ain't going for it. I thought you was hit to the memo. Yeah, uh, I like homeboy hit me so hard I couldn't even tell you who hit me. He hit me so damn hard. All I know is I'm like I'm squaring up with this dude, and he just hit me again. I was like, oh hell no! And I'm on the ground just getting stomped out. I see him, he just out of there. Mama, are you, are you back <laughs> the bottom of his foot, huh? <laughs> he was out. To be fair though, to be fair though, he was like in the fourth grade, and he's just like. Seventh, eighth grade, ninth grade kids like just beating the hell out of just beating the hell out of me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Older than so, that, they like the eleventh. I was in the second. I wasn't in no fucking fourth. I was in the second. I was scared as hell. I thought these grown ass men was gonna kill you. A <laughs> B, at least you could have said you was running to go get help, man. Don't just make it <laughs> say you was running, get, man. Next yeah, time just say I was, get, I was going to go get help. I was. I mean, I was though, Mama. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's Junior's time to fight. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. Is Junior's time to fight right now? It well is right now for me to break it up, cause I'm not running no fucking risk of getting embarrassed like goddamn Cat Williams, dog. 
<laughs> Once you hit 16, I'm not going to break up no fights because I'm not getting choked out by them motherfuckers. No, that shit, it was okay. different. That shit was different. That was, I never went through nothing like that in my life. I'm fucking eight, nine years old. I'm young as hell. I didn't never went through no shit like that. I ain't know what to do. I just a run. You're eight, nine years old in second grade. Shit, seven. Man. I don't. What grade was I in, bro? I don't know. You said second. I, I was in the seventh, seven, so you had to be in the fourth. Yeah. In the fourth, I was nine, eight, oh, nine. Yeah. I got held back in kindergarten three times. He paid. I really did get held back twice, though. Oh, shit. Well, I flunked, but <laughs> came back on time. Don't worry. I graduated. Got to know that. He's always the biggest kid in your class. <laughs> Hell, no, nah, not the biggest, just the baddest, bro. Shit. I Dan can dunk on the six-foot rim. I was bad as fuck. I was never big though, but I was bad as fuck. I'm trying to think. So uh, but again, again, though, with with what you're saying is in we all got into a fight. Like I learned though. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to take over, but I was just trying to say is in you always learn something from it. Like I'm gonna speak for myself. I just want to hear what your take would be on it from that when they jumped you. But what I learned though was never let if you're having a, a this uh, an argument with somebody. Never let them get into your, into your, into your space, right? Because that's what happened. Like me and this kid was arguing on the basketball court. I remember that it was like, like it was yesterday. Just like you guys are saying, I think I was like in the eighth grade because I remember I was about to go to, to high school, playing on the basketball court. My man was like, "Hey, get off the court!" I was like, "Yo, it's not your court." So he's like, "I'm gonna tell you one more time." So he was, he was playing full court. He ran down the court. He came back, and he's like, "Hey, didn't I tell you to get off the court?" And I was like, yo, it's not your court. And then he walks up on me and just fucking hit me straight in the face, man. I was like, bah! you know what I mean? But I learned from that, like, never let somebody walk into your space once they're angry. <laughs> and so on some real shit, like, from there, like, so that's, it's the total opposite for me now. Like, if somebody come into my space, I'm throwing instantly. You know what I mean? Oh, they didn't say get off my court. I told you. <laughs> He told you. He fucking told you. <laughs> right. Hey, I need to shake that man's hand, dude. Hey, he he was a man of action. <laughs> hey, no, nah, he told you. He taught you a valuable lesson. Like when they run in that game, get the fuck off the court. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. I learned a couple of things that day. You know what I mean? When people play full court, don't shoot on the other court. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Hey man, you was you was wrong. You was wrong. That's Do not right. explain it. No, I got to explain. Do it. not <laughs> explain this, man. You just wrong. Shut the fuck up and be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. Bro, I got question, bro. How old was you? Uh, that's what I'm saying. I was in the eighth grade, so I think I was I was like 13, 14. Oh, uh, so you thought you were tough. Hey man, let's oh, he was tough. Yeah. <laughs> he thought he was tough. I thought I was tough too. And then I've been I've got my ass whooped so many fucking times I know not to fucking think I'm tough no more. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like I learned that, but that's what I'm saying. I learned that in that fight though, man. Like, cause I couldn't I couldn't even hit this dude afterwards because I was still just dazed from that punch. Like, you know what I mean? Like we squared up and I couldn't even focus. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
man, my man whooped my ass, dog. I'm talking about he whooped my ass. Uh, and uh, the reason I brought this topic up because I was thinking about something from high school, like uh, when I was in the ninth grade, actually. Um, this girl, she got off the bus to fight this other girl. Like, I used to ride the bus home. So we all got off the bus because we wanted to see a fight. And this girl, she fighting. And her friend is, like, next to her. And her friend's mama is over there. Well, the girl that she's fighting, her mama over there. And her mama run up in the fight. And she started fighting. She got this thick-ass coat on. It's 70 degrees. And in Michigan, 70-degree weather, you don't wear no damn coat. So they up there fighting. And this lady pulled a damn, she pulled a knife about her coat and stabbed the little girl. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I was like, I was thinking to myself, you know, as a parent in that situation, would I be out there helping my kid? I don't think I would stab no kid. But I do think, you know, if those two girls getting ready to jump my my kid, I, I probably, I might have jumped in depending on the situation. So if your kid is in high school and in a situation like that where it's two kids waiting to jump them, do you jump in? Shit. So I'm fear fight. Yeah. I'm not gonna let that shit just slide. You know what, son? Go to the car. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> that got me fucked. Now that got that got me fucked up. Y'all ain't jumping my baby now. You're gonna mess around and end up like Cat Williams, man. Yeah, that's know. what I said. That, hey man, there's a certain time. That you know you there you run the risk of getting your ass. Have you seen these sixteen year old boys nowadays, dog? They they them motherfuckers look like they're thirty. Right. Like, what the fuck out of you. Thanks. Yeah. At that point, man, like that's you're still in high school. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That's an unfair fight. I mean, like I said, if it's a fair fight, they're going at it. But in that case, I'm like, I'm like, nah, you ain't fighting. That's how it have been. Try to try to break it up. But if it's they're going to escalate it. Hey man, listen, you got that one. I got this one. We gonna run it. You know what I mean? And I kids are big, man. B, you play that game with them kids. Them kids, these kids nowadays shoot. They'll shoot you. <laughs> right. I believe it, dog. Yo, ain't better be better because they they gonna be popping a couple right at you. No, it is. It's like that. Like I I I be around the neighborhood around here, and um, you know, Detroit ain't one of the best neighborhoods in the world. But um, fucking 15, 14 year olds walking around with fucking three, four pistols on them. Like, fucking, like, where your mama at, man? Like, shit. I would hate for my son to be beefing with you. Yeah, when we, it was funny. We was coming out the uh, fair yesterday. And I seen this kid, he couldn't have been no older than like 15, 16, like tattoos everywhere on his face and shit. And then, my wife was like, yeah, I just got a real bad vibe from them kids. I was like, yeah, because they'll shoot you. I was like, leave them kids alone. <laughs> it's facts, man. I ain't messing with them damn kids, man. Mm-mm. I mean, because the thing is, like, even if I got the gun on me, like, I, who really want to kill a kid? Nobody. And those kids are sometimes more dangerous than the fucking adults they're running with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So, what were you saying, Mac? No, no, go ahead. You can go ahead. Okay, so, so in y'all's opinion, like, if you know your friend is like feeling this girl a whole lot, do you tell him that 
Y'all had a thing back in the day, or do you just let it ride? On my behalf, I'm telling. I mean, I'm letting them know straight up because you don't want shit coming out the blue, man. That's how I look at it. I'd rather just be straight up with them. I mean, so even if he like madly in love with this girl at this point, like we're talking like you ain't never seen him with a girl before. Now he bringing her around like he's real life in love with this girl. I mean, still same case. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm telling him like, I mean, if it's, if that's your boy, that's your boy, you know, you, I feel like if you're cool with somebody like that, you can tell them certain things because it's the same. I'm just putting the shoe on the other foot. So if that was the case, like I'm trying to get with this chick and then you tell me that you smashed her and it's, I, I ain't going for it. If my man smashed a chick, I can't take her serious. I just, I just couldn't at that point. So I'd rather just tell him, you know what I mean? And what about even you? If it was in the past. I don't care how long ago it was. If my man smashed, I don't want it. What about y'all being Eric? Did I tell him? The earlier is the better. Can't let that shit go too far, you know what I mean? What about you? Do you feel the same way? Um, I don't know how I feel. I just got the wrong question. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So what I was saying was in a situation where, you know, the Migos broke up, do you think that, should you tell your friend if you smashed that girl back in the day, even if he like in love with her and whatnot? I mean, I don't know. Nah, sometimes it's better not to say it, but sometimes it is. Like, I don't, it depends on the friend. That's like, nah, I don't know, bro. I, I honestly can't answer that because I haven't been in that situation where I smashed one of my homies girls back in the day. Like, I ain't been in that situation. So I can't really say all right, man, look, look at it this way, man. You know, you know, us as males, we always joking and mess with one another, right? Just for say, you didn't tell your boy and he learned later, right? But he was always joking about smashing this chick, nothing on her face, coming in the mouth, you over there kissing it, right? And then <laughs> you come to find out it was that chick the entire time, like, bro, like, hey, man, tell that man ahead of time, man. You know what I mean? Or say y'all start talking or y'all but say he in love like, have a disagreement he's like yo man you know i used to smack then he tells you at that point like yo you know i used to smash such and such say he in love though man you don't want no, no, no. To hey so no look at this put it put yourself in that put yourself in that position say so you wouldn't want to know i'm gonna want to know you said you're gonna want to know Yeah, I'm a one That's what I'm saying. So why wouldn't you give him the same courtesy? Right, man. I get right, but sometimes I just feel like that'll fuck some shit up completely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why you just need to I tell him. To tell, I had to I had to tell him earlier down the line. I can't really wait at all. That's I what I said. Earlier the better. As soon as, as soon as I find out, hook, tell him because the longer I wait, it's like, shit, man, he loving this girl, man. Oh, she pregnant? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that might be my baby, low key. 
it's different. It's baby mama now. Oh, you smashed my baby mama. Like, oh, that was before the baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but then that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't be able to trust you if you held it and then you told me later. You see what I'm saying? Or I found out later, like, bro, why didn't you tell me? I didn't you know what I mean? Now I feel like I can't trust you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it'll be earlier on. Tell them ASAP. You feel me? But uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. And it's funny because if you really, if you're really connecting the dots, because I saw this thing earlier, it was like, remember when Sweetie and Offset got in that situation where they was fighting in the elevator, and then somebody was like, it all makes sense now. Because remember, she was trying to like get him, like, uh, like beat him up in the elevator, and then she took his stuff and she threw it. What if that's what he just ended up finding out that, you know, because I, I think they are cousins, if I'm not mistaken. They like cousins, nephews, uncles, something like that. But they are related. And if you find out that, you know, your family member had smashed your girl back in the day, I mean, how does that look? Mm. But that just kind of goes <laughs> to like guy code, just completely. I mean, as men, we all have a guy code. We all know that there's things that we should do and things that we shouldn't be doing. Um, and I think that's a huge violation in, in, in just guy code or bro code or whatever you want to call it. And I just wanted to ask y'all, like, what is some of the uh, some of the guy code things that you see getting broken a lot that probably shouldn't be broken? And I, I'll start off, actually. One of the biggest things I see is that men are gossiping like women a lot of times. Like they out here, they talking about, you know, what they did with this person and this person and all that other stuff. I think that men shouldn't be out here gossiping like women. I mean, true enough, we're on a podcast. I mean, but we're not on here gossiping about people that we know. You know what I'm saying? But I think that's I think that's a huge, uh, a huge violation of like God code or bro code. I got a couple bro calls. First off, uh, that uh, that baby mama shit, niggas be fucking with. Like, say my man's try to fuck with my baby mama son. That's off bells. Or I've tried to fuck with his baby mama. Off bells. Stop trying to fuck with my baby mama. If you my man's. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's first off. That should never come to back. Omarion shit and little fizz. I'd have been beat the fuck out of Lil Fizz. Cause why are you playing with? Me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And another thing, um, uh, bro code, um, it's another one, bro. It just get broken constantly. Constantly, constantly, constantly. Um, I can't think right now. Fuck, I just had a, 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 a but that baby mama shit number one though, man. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know, man. The Instagram shit too, like you know, with the story and shit, all the hearts and the likes and the... nah, man, niggas right. be niggas be slick as hell. Like it'd be your homeboy. Another thing, your homeboy, heart and heart eyeing your, your girl shit through her story. You know the shit here anyway. After twenty four hours, so he can't see it no fucking ways. But the bit, but the nigga been heart eyeing your bitch shit all day, like. I don't know, man. Maybe that's because I'm around a lot of motherfuckers I grew up with or something. You know what I'm saying? Like it just go out, it go around a lot. So I can't say that for everybody else because everybody don't know who y'all with or who you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. 
that that's that. that that's my main too. And uh oh another one, uh pillow talking, all that pillow talking shit. These niggas be they 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 talk to the pillow all day just to get the pussy, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> um, stop doing that. You don't have to speak down on another man just because she breaking up with David tomorrow. Don't mean you gotta make her go break up with David so you can get some culture. It don't go like that. That's called dirty macking. Dirty Mac. Yeah. All that soft ass bullshit. I hate when they do that, man. Soft ass. That 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 hit like basically what I was gonna say too, man. That's because I'm I'm basically going through that shit right now. Like, I mean, like I'm hearing like a motherfucker, like the chick telling me that so what somebody else said that I told them. You know what I mean? Which I told several people. So I don't know who it is, but like in a situation like that, man, just made me want to whip a motherfucker ass. Like, why you gotta use me to get you some ass, man? Like, why it's you gotta a, talk down to me and talk my shit? That's not P. That's not P. Yeah. I mean, like, all these chicks out here, you wanna you wanna go behind me, you know what I mean? And the chick will probably fall for it because you think that motherfucker really gonna fuck with you. He's just trying to smash and he's gonna bounce. He just see it as easy target. You know what I mean? But that's that's just the next thing, as in my thing on, on bro code that I think is broken is like when you tell your boy, it's in back to what you're saying too, is in gossiping. When you tell your homeboy a secret, you know what I mean? As in you should hold that. Like if you tell me that, if you tell me anything in confidence and you tell me like I'm keeping it, that's that's mine, that's me and yours, you know what I mean? Not bringing that stuff outside anywhere else. You know what I mean? I see that broken a lot too, man, when you're telling your boy something in confidence. You know what I mean? What about you, Eric? That's the same shit. But I, was about, I was only going to say that shit too, right there. What I tell you in confidence, you better fucking keep. That's how people go to prison. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. In prison as cocktails, man. I can't even, it won't even. I'm gonna want some cocktail. There it is. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I was gonna say just to add to that, I've been seeing a lot of grown men, and I know back in the day it wasn't like this, but they tell another grown man to go ahead and you know, S S my D and all this other stuff. Like that's a huge one. Like you don't just that those are fighting words. You tell yeah. somebody. You tell somebody to S your D, like you better be ready to like die over that. And just right, but, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I agree with what you're saying because you, you have to think about it man to man. That's that's the most ultimate disrespect you can tell a man. You see what I'm saying? So now you better stand on that shit, you know what I mean? So I agree <laughs> with you. Some people just say it just to be saying it, not even understanding you know, the full context behind that. Like, you're telling another man, you know what I mean, to S your D, you know what I mean? So you're trying to disrespect me. You're trying to put me as another gender. I mean, as however you want to look at it, but that's the ultimate disrespect man to man to me. I'm going to be real with you. All that, uh, that word talking and shit, that shit really going to get to me, bro. Because me personally, I, I say some shit like that to a motherfucker, but I won't just say, suck my dick. I tell him go suck your daddy dick. You know what I'm saying? I, I say shit like that. So like, 
a lot of that word shit, that shit don't get to me, bro. You can say whatever about whatever. It don't get to me. That's Only you. time. But you got to think how another person going to take it. And when you throwing that out there, you got to be ready to get what comes with that. Oh, no, I'm ready for what come with it because I know how I'm talking. How, However I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking spicy, man. It gets, it gets get like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm prepared for my actions on what I talk. I, I learned that growing up, shit. You know, but yeah, for sure, for sure. You got to be ready to bag it up, all that shit you're talking so yeah nah and those are like that's pretty much i just kind of wanted to talk about god code stuff i mean or just things that we saw see break broken a lot oh and one thing i'm missing in particular right stop taking advice from women on me and shit. all right and the reason why i say that is because remember back in the day when women was like and i saw this video and it reminded me of this right Back in the day where women was like, you know, it's okay to cry, open up, blah, blah, blah. That was a couple years ago. And as of right now, they're like, all these men are fucking soft. They always want to talk about their feelings. All these men ain't shit, blah, blah, blah. And that's all in response to a couple years ago where they was telling you to go ahead and pour your heart out to them. Even though me personally, I already knew that was a fucking, that was a ploy. All right, stop listening to women for men shit. And I was going to say, that's going to be like my closing fucking remarks. Stop listening to fucking women in regards to men topics. Don't let a woman tell you how to be a fucking man. Period. Facts. All right, boy. I about agree. Yeah. All right, so just closing remarks, what you guys got? Yeah. I don't know. I got a story. I feel like we were all telling the stories about each other getting uh, whooped on back in the day, and I didn't really tell mine about oh, go that ass punch in the face. Simply because, I mean, it is embarrassing, but I could look at it now because it's hilarious. So there was this kid in my class. We hated each other. I'm not going to name him. And then his friend and the teacher done left the classroom for something. Maybe she had to go to the bathroom or something like that. I remember getting up from my desk, going back there and calling him a uh, word that I just recently figured out, you know, talking about his orientation. So I kept saying it, kept saying it. He stood up. So I open hand slapped him right across my back. And then uh, he took it and I'm like, all right. So I hit him again. I had to have hit this kid like three or four times, open hand, the most disrespectful fucking shit ever. And I'm, I'm nine years old, 10 years old, fourth grade. Right. And I'm like, hell yeah. The teacher comes back in, right? I'm still standing there. He's just standing there. And he's shorter than me. So he's just standing there all like eating my fucking slaps, dog. I'm like, whatever. So I sat down. And I'm like, yeah, I got that. I got that bitch, right? In my head for the rest of the day. I'm like, yeah, yeah, fuck that kid. So we're going to leave the uh, school for the day. And before we all caught the, uh, the buses that we had to go to, we had to all get in the gym, I think it was, or the cafeteria or some shit. But his bus line was all the way against the wall. Mine was in the middle. I spotted him because he was at the end of it. And in my head, I was like, I'm going to go give him more. That was the wrong choice. So I walked right up on him. And I, I, I had to have said something. But as I got close to him, he punched me so fucking hard in the face. Dog, I saw the lights. I saw everything. I didn't drop. And he, uh, I ate it too, but that shit hurt. I looked at him. He looked at me still with his fist balled and all that. And I just turned away like I was hard. 
but everybody in my bus line watched me go over there and just get punched in the fucking mouth like that, right? So I'm at the bu- back of the bus line. I already feel my shit swollen up right here. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get a black eye. So then I started to think about what my dad was going to do to me. Because I was like, fuck, I got a shiner. He's going to whoop my ass or get my ass whooped. You know, that classic shit. So I remember uh, fighting back the tears, you know what I mean? I was like swallowing that giant lump. So, <laughs> yo, so I, I held I held my composure the whole bus ride. Once I got to my stop, I walked home, started fucking crying, dog. And I'm like, oh, fuck, now I got to stop crying. And sure as shit, I walked to my house. My dad saw that shiner. He's like, are you getting a fight? I'm like, no. Oh, man. He, he Oh, dog, he fucking... He didn't, he didn't like beat me bad, but he was, he gave me a whooping for uh, <laughs> fighting in school. <laughs> but dude, I, it took me that whole fucking, that bus ride felt like it was like three days long, man. But I was trying not to cry the whole time. That kid, he got me good. And that's what I got, man. So don't, don't open hand slap no one in, in, if you don't want shit back. Cause that shit's coming right back. That's God code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or when people walk in your face, you gotta instantly duck. Yeah, that's yeah, fuck I, I, yeah you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's the same shit happened to me, man. Okay, as soon as he came close enough, man. So he had the upper hand though, because he was standing still. I was walking at him with my hands down to my side like an idiot. Now you probably try to. I know uh, Mac probably try to keep the ball in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shit, I don't even know where the ball went. <laughs> so hard, man. That ball fucking probably deflated. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened. But B, what you got? What you um, saying? Talking about my, I was talking about the closing remarks. Uh, shit, man. Oh God, like I always say, stay prayed up. Keep God first. Keep. Keep stay out of trouble. <laughs> or or if you're in an elevator because you're saying that Quavo issue in, in the elevator, what's the football player with the elevator? Ray, Ray Rice. Rice. Yeah. So just remember if you know what I mean you're in the elevator and it's going down, the elevator is going down, just don't say nothing because shit's going down. <laughs> no, shit is corny as fuck. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yo, Ray Rice fucked her up. Yo, he whooped that. He whooped that girl's that, ass, man. That was bold. That was some bold ass shit. Like I ain't never seen an uppercut like that. But hey, let's go ahead and uh, make sure that you guys, if you're watching the video, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. All right. And this has been another episode of the We're Not Experts podcast. And we out. Peace. Yeah, Ray Rice.